You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a plague, man. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek. Refuge, refuge. Great geek, great geek. Refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to At The Diner. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the host of this wonderful podcast that we have on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. It is all sponsored and hosted on The Great Geek Refuge. That is www.greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. There are wonderful articles, a plethora of podcasts, such as The Overflow with MC Brooks, Mike on the Mic, and there's lots more coming up soon. So make sure that you guys stay tuned to all the cool things that we're doing. But tonight... We're at the diner. We're actually going back to last week's episode where we talked about our fantasy food draft for um, visiting a diner. But we've got a little wrinkle to that because we have a guest tonight. But let me introduce the regulars. Let me introduce our guest and we'll uh, we'll jump right into our topic. Joining me, I mentioned his podcast just a moment ago. It's The Overflow. He's been with GGR. This is now year three that he's been with GGR. He is a constant contributor of wonderful things on the airwaves, but also a very talented musician in his own right. Make sure you follow him on Bandcamp. Give that dude some money. His name is MC Brooks. Why go to school to learn about the stock market when there's just Reddit? (laughs) (laughs) Facts. We've also got uh, the gloriously talented, funny, mercurial, just because I like that word, mercurial. I don't even know if that really fits for you, but I'm, I'm using it anyways. It's the wonderfully talented James Rambo. Yeah, I've been reading up on this fucking economy thing, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the economy. In general. I hate it. Just, In it's, general. It's, just, it's a fucking shell game. I mean, when you think about it, if a bunch of dickheads on Reddit can fuck like an entire industry just because, for the lulls, basically... It says something is wrong with the economy in a nutshell, you know, like this, this all is based on like just a giant F you like right now. Like if you don't think it's an F you, do you know what GameStop's uh, stock stopped at at the end of the day? It's at $420 and 69 cents for 20, for 20, 69. Nice. Great. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
if that doesn't show you that they're they're fucking with us all, then I don't know what does. Our guest this evening, you've heard her on Mike on the Mic. You heard her on GGR Pirate Radio. You heard her on the various projects that I've worked on in other endeavors. Uh, we did podcasts before we were even on Apple when we were on um, – what was the name of that site? Uh, was it SoundCloud? I think that we were doing stuff on. I think so. When we first started doing podcasts. Yeah. Um, when we were doing the, the playlist, we were talking about the moving playlist because I was looking for it the other day. Oh, I yes. The yeah. moving playlist. The moving playlist. And not like moving a couch. Like it, it's emotionally moving. So, yeah. yes. There you go. That was where we had some sad episodes. <laughs> we did have some sad episodes. <laughs> are you okay? I feel like I'm in a better place, but are you doing okay? <laughs> oh, I'm oh I'm gung aces right now. I'm, I couldn't I couldn't be better. Like so much is going right in my life right now. <laughs> but like at any rate, you know her, you love her. She's back on the GGR airwaves. She's a contributor. In fact, she's going to tell us a little bit about it. Not right now, a little bit um, about a project that she's working on. She just finished a book um, that's actually a really awesome idea. Uh, her name is Jay Dilla or Jess. Either way works. We call her Jay Dilla. Hello. I have one brain cell and I completely forgot about the book that I wrote. So when you said that, I panicked. <laughs> Even having seen the book, I was like, just wrote a book? I, was, I, I very quickly started sweating and staring at my computer blankly trying to think of who you were talking about. Because I was like, did I miss time and become an author during that time? Is there a fourth person on this podcast? Who the fuck are you talking about? Huh. Nama Cates, are you here? <laughs> she, we'll have to look. I don't know if she wrote a book. That'd be. I don't she probably know. did. I don't know. She's like talented and shit, so probably. Um, I wanted to before we jump in. Two things. One, I wanted to talk about this GameStop stock thing because it's fucking crazy. Secondly, I wanted just to have the chance to plug her book and tell everybody kind of what it's about. But let's let's start with this fucking GameStop thing, man. Like. I'm, I'll, I'll kind of kick it off. Like the thing that irks me about this is I fucking hate GameStop as a company. They sure. suck. They they fucking suck. They're the worst of the goddamn worst. Like when when COVID really started kicking off, which feels like it was like I don't know, like 85 years ago. Like remember how they had like a conference call that said that they weren't going to be closing their stores because they were going to fight local governments and tell them they were an essential business. But then not only that, a fucking like regional vice president was like, just remind your employees if they don't feel safe coming to work, that's their choice, and that they're choosing not to work. Like that's GameStop in a nutshell. I can tell you that it's no different now than it was 11, 12 years ago when I worked for them. They are the same shitty company that they've always been. I understand what's going on right now with everybody fucking with the stock. doesn't actually help GameStop in any way, shape, or form because they're going to get fucked in the end like they always do. But just like you couldn't have picked like somebody else. Like don't put GameStop's name like out in, in the public and, and, and try to make them look good in any way, shape, or form because they're the goddamn devil. Like, that's my only thing is, like, like find some other, like, worthless, like, company that's falling apart and, like, make their stock inflated. But, like, it's, ugh. But do you know who is more of a devil than GameStop? That. Wall Street. Yeah. Hedge fund <laughs> Yep. True. <laughs> yep. True. True. I, and, like, uh, from I from what I understand. I'm talking about this bullshit. Go ahead. Sorry. Have you really? Have you already spent a lot of time talking oh, about no, this? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Don't, 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 don't confuse that. I, I mean... 
learning about it. Like, I, I, I've been talking oh, to you. a friend of mine who is much better versed about on this than I am. Um, my buddy Steve Rector in the Facebook group. Sup, oh, Steve? I like Steve. Um, Steve's cool. He's and Steve. he is. Oh yeah, no, he he was talking about uh, um, uh, maybe giving like a, a little like Skype session or something with, for financial advice. Right. Uh, I did. I did sign up for that. By sign he, up, I mean said I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, well, now I have to go through that. the group and find that because I'm would, interested in this as well. It was. It was the the. Um, uh, not quite ill-fated, but kind of ill-fated post from Mr. Tom Aiello. Oh, fuck uh, that one. Yeah. And in there, didn't cause any problems. was like, hey, yeah, things. We can talk about money. Um, anyway, sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that post, that one didn't cause any problems, did it? <laughs> I mean, no, it was just really. the catalyst for the past week for all of us. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, it's, I think that that kind of stuff is good and necessary. Um, one, it reminds us of how good things are overall in that group. Um, and two, you know, we're not always going to agree on things. Um, and you know, the person that was a little more blunt than maybe he needed to be, uh, got called out on it. He recognized that he apologized. Done. We love that. There we go. So, love to see it. Hang on with... real quick. I want, I want to go back to that for just a quick second, and then just please take the floor. Apologies are important. <laughs> okay. Apologies are important. It's Thank true. You. Okay, thanks, Mr. Rogers. So, um, Rambo. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta go grab my card again. I'll be right back. Yes, ma'am. Can okay? So you know how there's a subreddit that says like "explain like I'm five? Yes. Um. So. I went to my partner and I was like, did you hear about the thing with GameStop? And my partner was like, no. And I was like, the hedge funds. And immediately I was like, <laughs> I am, I know that I sound like I have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's because I don't know what I'm talking about. So from the bits of knowledge that you've gained, could you explain like I'm five, what's happening it will be a seven-year-old explaining to a five-year-old perfect that's um, even better awesome. pull out the crayons okay so um <laughs> my understanding of what's been going on is so so th things i definitely know um what has been happening is a bunch of hedge funds uh for some reason um decided that they wanted to short stock from gamestop uh this got back to a subreddit um called was it it's wall street something wall street bets wall street bets yes yeah. which is funny because it's redundant because all fucking stock trading is gambling um so it got back to them uh my theory on why they took they, they gave such a shit about it was uh sort of a um no one beats up my little brother but me kind of thing like wait you guys are fucking GameStop no no, no that's our deal um, <laughs> so they got wind of this and they started encouraging people within the subreddit but also outside of it to buy up uh, GameStop stock in volume um, the reason this is bad which 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 then led to um, the stock price jumping way up uh from where it was very very low um the reason that that happened and the reason that that's bad for these hedge funds is shorting stocks 
shorting stock is where uh so okay so the hedge funds have been uh borrowing stock from people who actually own the stock so like jess you own stock in gamestop right i am a hedge fund i say hey i am going to basically uh uh you know the, the word borrow is what keeps getting used uh, i'm going to borrow your stock i'm going to sell it now um expecting that the price is going to drop right then i'm going to buy it back and give it back to you okay so the reason this is beneficial for me is i uh i have sold sold uh no not sold high you know, basically like the, the the difference you make between the initial sale and the buyback that's that's profit this is profit for you to keep um ideally in the contract you sign with the person who actually owns the stock you're sharing some of that profit because otherwise why the fuck would, I, would you allow me to short your stock um so that's what shorting is right you with me so far um, I can barely multiply seven times eight in my head. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so I, I by this, explain I had... like I'm five, I guess I mean explain like I am simply a thought in someone's head and not even a part of the reproductive system yet. <laughs> okay. So the, the analogy that was used with me was, uh -huh. um, we'll, we'll keep using stock. You own stock in McDonald's, right? Uh-huh. I know that they're going to be releasing a new burger very soon. Uh -huh. And I think it's going to suck uh -huh. and it's going to tank the price. Uh -huh. So I am going to sell the stock that you have now. It's worth, let's say it's worth 50 bucks. I'm going to sell it and get that $50. Mm -hmm. The agreement you and I have made is I am only temporarily, I basically have temporary, uh, uh, not even ownership of it, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm borrowing it. I, you're allowing me to sell it on your behalf with the promise that when I'm done, you will get your stock back. Okay. Can I say something? Sure. This all sounds stupid and fake. The stock market yes. sounds fake. Yes, it does. Um, I don't like it, it. It money isn't real. Um, no, not. There's no and gold behind our money. <laughs> it makes me so mad that uh -huh. this sort of thing exists and controls our lives. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah. That's if, the other thing, if, though, too. It's, it doesn't even control our lives. It, it's perceived to control our lives. Like, the stock market is actually fucking worthless for the most part. It's just everybody thinks that it has value. Because, it's like, think about it. If the, stock, if the stock market tanks tomorrow, does that affect any of your jobs? No. Not immediately. Do you have you have, has, has everybody seen the Devil Wears Prada? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> There's an incredible scene, which is why I watched that movie, and I wish the rest of that movie was as good as this one scene. It was plenty good, but it's not as good as this one scene. And Jessica knows exactly which what I'm talking about. It's the scene with uh, when they're talking about Andy's blue sweater. Meryl Streep. Uh, there, basically, there's 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 a scene where they're they're dressing a mannequin. A bunch of people are dressing a mannequin, and there's very very serious, you know, conversation about like you know the specific accessories they're going to use and all this stuff. And it comes down to like two, I think that's like two belts, and they're both from the outside the same shade of blue. And you know, someone says like, well, which one should we use? They're so different. And you know, Anne Hathaway's character kind of scoffs, 
And Streep looks, and she's like, this is funny. Why? And she proceeds to break down fa high fashion through the entire chain of the fashion industry back to the color of the sweater that Andy is wearing and why it is that color. So the stock market in like real time is not going to affect poor people. The problem is it's going to ripple out and that is when it will affect people. It's going to affect us in, in, in much weirder, smaller ways. Um, it's also going to encourage people to do stupid things, to get very rich very fast. Um, and sometimes the worst thing that can happen there is they succeed. Um, because very rich people tend to be very powerful people, and those people tend to make bad decisions. Um, particularly ones that will protect other rich people. So, yeah, you're, Mike, you're not wrong in, in saying that it doesn't really affect us. But I would, I would add the caveat of it doesn't really affect us right now. Like in the short term. I guess I just don't understand why it exists. But you know what? That's a research project for me. That's a whole other thing. I can't answer <laughs> yeah. that question. Um, but, but uh, uh, okay, so, so we went through the shorting thing. Um, the catch with shorting stock. Let's say, you know, I'm like, hey, McDonald's has that burger coming out. It's going to come out. It's going to suck. Tanks, the, the price is going to uh, uh, gonna just fucking bottom out. And then I can buy back that stock and give it back to you. And I made all this money. Right? You with me so far? I'm going to say yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, real quick, again, um, your stock is worth $50. Uh -huh. I think McDonald's is going to introduce a new item, uh -huh. which is going to tank its stock price. Okay. So right now, I am going to short it, meaning I'm going to borrow it on your behalf and sell it, get the money from that. Then, when if, if I'm right, no, let me start over. Regardless <laughs> of if I'm right, regardless of if I'm not right or not, the deal you and I make is if I am only borrowing your stock. I still owe you whatever shares I sell. Hopefully, I'm right. And when I sell it, within X amount of time, the price has dropped. I can then buy it back and give it back to you, and we've made a tidy profit. But, let's say... Oh, so yeah. you sell it while the price is higher, so and you then get the once money. it drops, mm -hmm. buy it back. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yes. Wow. But what if? No. What if it's not it. new Coke? What if <laughs> it's Coke Classic that they introduce, and McDonald's stock prices jump way up? Like the original Coke with cocaine in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I see what where this is going. That's what happens. Wall Street would go wild. Well, well, nah, overall, but not me, because I now owe you that stock back uh, let's say your stock is now valued at it was it was 50 bucks when i sold it now it's valued at 100 oh so that's what they were doing with games but they were like somehow making it drop right the way that they were making it drop is it all comes down to volume these hedge funds have been buying do, doing individual transactions that are massive 
right? Like hundreds of thousands and like millions of dollars worth of shares at once. Uh -huh. Okay. When you buy, uh, or rather when you sell stock in huge volume, the price drops off because uh. the, the appearance is someone's getting rid of all this. There's got to be a reason. Right. So they that all tanks panic the basically, yeah, and they see that everybody else is is dropping, dropping it, is, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that makes sense. So the, it was dropping, so they were trying to, the hedge funds were borrowing from. Basically, the hedge funds put out something that said, GameStop is fucked. So, this is the time to short stock them. This is the time to to buy up, you know, to like get people's stock, um, fuck around with it, and then when it drops even more make a little bit of the profit for yourself. Gotcha. We're but Reddit ruined like to the that. Point of billions. But Reddit was like, no, no, what if we fuck with them and we change it from being $4 a share to $420.69 a share? <laughs> and the way they did that was, it's the exact opposite end of the spectrum. It's still volume, but instead of one person selling 10,000 shares, it was 10,000 people buying one share. And that raises the price. Huh. Yeah. Very, I like, I grasp it very, very little. That's but okay. I do grasp That's okay. It I think enough. we all do. I think we, we get a basic idea of, of, of the rich are getting fucked and we're enjoying the shit out of it. So, right. yeah. There's a catch there as well. Uh, <laughs> so, right now, basically what's happened is. Um, uh, 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 the hedge funds have been shorting the fuck out of the stock. And in fact, when it was looking like it was going to go bad for them, they didn't go, hey, we made a bad investment. We're going to cut our losses and pay it off. They doubled down. They kept shorting, meaning they kept doing the thing that they've been doing, um, which means they got deeper and deeper and deeper into debt because it's not just paying back the stock. All of the shorting is done. It's, it's not done with real money. It's done with loans and the loans come from banks and the banks put interest on all those loans. Now they're apparently ter temp like temporary loans are like supposed to be for like a day because the assumption is this isn't going to last very long, but <laughs> When Reddit came through and bought up all this stock and it started, the price started jumping up, they're like, well, if we try to pay all this back, we'll be bankrupt. So one hedge fund has already uh, just, like, they've been bankrupted. They've had to get a bailout from other investors. Um, but it seems like a bunch of other hedge funds are as well. Seemingly, we should all be like, wonderful. We will carry the 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 heads of the Wall Street assholes on pikes throughout the streets. Um, <laughs> the problem is, a lot of 401ks have been investing in hedge funds. Oh, well. Yeah. And that becomes the issue of like, now actual people, not just, not just human dragons, will potentially get fucked by this and 401k is like retirement right it's yeah, yeah 401k is your retirement account oh, well yeah. i never plan on retiring so <laughs> <laughs> that has I, never been in my life plan because it's just not possible <laughs> i have i have one and i've been watching it but luckily one of the things that um the company i work for is really really good about is 
they're not about like big bang in the sense of like, let's make an ass load of money really, really quick. It's long-term investment. It's always been their plan. Like you, how do you make more money? Well, by like not having a lot of expenses. So that's the same way they teach us to invest. And that's how I've done it is it's like, I only have my stuff invested in like secure stuff. So yeah, is it, is it not going up super fast? No, it's not. But you know what it hasn't done? It hasn't dropped like crazy. Low so risk it's very, reward. exactly. Yeah. And it's been very, very steady. So it's, and, and yeah. Playing the long game yeah. um, versus. Like, I wanted to jump in real quick. Doing. Go ahead, go ahead. Like, I, I fucking love that at one point, one of the hedge fund companies was like, it was like $17 billion that they lost. Yeah. And they were like, we're fucked. What are we going to do? And another hedge fund was like, bro, we got you. We're going to let you borrow it. And then, you know, you'll make it through that. Reddit found out about that. And they were like, oh, no, we're buying more. And then fucked the other hedge company, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, it was great. And, like, the the problem is, among many things, is there's no real guarantee that these hedge, hedge funds are going to get fucked. Chances are excellent that they'll lose some money. But investors will keep coming back to them and it will keep be, they'll keep getting bailed out and it's going to work out because they aren't players in the cons- the casino. They're the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, and there's been like I've seen a couple people talk about the idea that, you know, the potential for um, this being uh, like market fraud because you're not supposed like no one is supposed to be able to have direct influence on whether or not a stock goes up or down um so there's like been some rumblings about like well maybe what this subreddit has done in organizing all these people isn't actually legal and to that i say well then aren't we going to hold all these hedge funds just as accountable isn't shorting stock to the degree that they're doing it illegal as well because they were doing the exact same thing just in the opposite direction Right. And the answer to that question is probably, but they're rich. How can that be wrong? Yeah. And like the the things that I've seen, because like Twitter is the best way to um, explain how life works, in, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but like Twitter, like tweets are coming out that's like, you know, it's pretty fucked up that a, that a um, an app called Robinhood that most of these people are using uh-huh. was shut down because they were stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Yeah, that's the irony's not the irony's not lost on me, you know, on that one. Among other things, there have been a couple of uh, trading apps, you know, the ones that are supposed to make it easy and accessible for you know the everyday Joe, um, that have restricted trading on GameStop. This sort of thing, this thing has also been carrying over to AMC stock and a couple of other companies, and all of those companies have magically disappeared. From uh, I think Acorn, I know Robinhood, and a couple of other um, uh, uh, apps, uh, trading apps, um, and the the and the argument is like, uh, what? And, and now now there is a there's a, a legit argument for apparently there's been a bunch of spam and a bunch of bots and shit that have been fucking with things because of like the crazy volume that this is happening at. And the claim is, okay, well, we need to shut down because we can't tell whether or not these are authentic traders or if this is just, you know, spam and bots. And it's like, hmm, there could be some truth to that, but it's awful fucking convenient 
that this is happening when, you know, if if people were allowed to keep buying this stock, it would keep fucking with all these hedge funds. Hmm. Super weird. Let's um let's do this because this is I figured we could do a quick like, hey, this is the quick snapshot, but this is oh, a no. really complex <laughs> thing. So it's and it's nothing nothing against Rambo's description. Thank you. That was very wonderfully done. I appreciate that. But like fuck, this is complicated as shit because it's just it's it's exposing like how fucked our economy is in general when like a bunch of rich douchebags control fucking everything and a bunch of dickheads on Reddit were like, Yeah, let's fuck with them. Like that shows a major flaw in the system if that's how fragile our economy is, you know? Th oh. This is that economy that we speak of. That was the thing that allowed the former president to fuck so many people. That's why he lied about the dangers of COVID was to keep the quote unquote economy intact. So think about that for just a second as you hear about these billions of dollars flying around through Reddit and Robinhood and hedge funds and the 400,000 plus that have died because of it. So I forgot there's an important factor with the Robin Hood thing. What's that? It wasn't that you couldn't do anything with the GameStop stock, uh, GameStop uh, uh, shares. You couldn't buy more. You could sell whatever you wanted. Selling wouldn't actually hurt the hedge funds. It's the buying. The buying and the holding of the stock is what's dri driving the price up. So it wasn't even like, oh, we're going to restrict all action with that stock. It's we're only going to restrict the things that we think will hurt the people who are the richest. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I've been talking about this for the last day and a half, and I hate every fucking second of it. I'll have to message you <laughs> later, because yeah. I have more questions, but also... I will try my best <laughs> to answer them. Again, this is a... I think it might have to change from Mike Explorers to just GGR Explorers. That'd just be a new <laughs> podcast where any of us who's like, I want to learn about this crazy shit, and it just becomes a thing, because, like... GTR explores the stock market, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Woo hey, look, it's Really like, looking forward to it's it. It's like that show, How Stuff's Made, Chalk. And you're like, I don't want to see that. That's boring as shit. And then you watch it, you're like, this is fucking fascinating. Like, like dig that out of the fucking ground? What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that you don't think. It sneaks up on you. It's a sneak attack. It's amazing. It's a sneak attack. Thank you. I'm glad you got that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Kim's Convenience, and I fucking love that show. It's so good. And they say that all the time on that show. And, like, not only that, too. Like, whenever somebody leaves the store, they go, okay, see you. And me and Sandy and Jax all say that to each other now all the time whenever we're doing something. Like, if, if I'm walking to the bedroom, like, Sandy's like, okay, can you grab my slippers? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, see you. And, like, it's, we're, I'm hooked. It's such a good show. It's so, like, wholesome. And, like, it, it manages to get, like, interactions between people dead on in a 22-minute sitcom, which is shows that are much longer, movies that are much longer don't manage to accomplish that, so fucking great show it's on netflix you guys should check it out jay dilla you yes. wrote a book i did yeah like first off fucking bravo for you man because that Thank that's you. some serious work tell me a little bit about your book um tell me where people could buy it if they wanted to get it and like 
what made you decide that you wanted to write a, a cookbook in the middle of uh, quarantine? Uh, well, but we've been in quarantine now for a year. Um, <laughs> and uh, after going through a, a major depressive episode, uh, my therapist thought it would be a good idea for me to uh, dive back into some hobbies. I love creating things. Um, I have more recently, my partner and I have been exercising almost every single day. It's been wonderful. We hit the one month mark today of exercising five, six days a week and having a stretch day. It's been wonderful, but I've also been cooking at home more and I've always cooked for us a lot. But one thing that is interesting about our relationship is my partner is vegan, but I'm not. So that I, often can be difficult. Yeah. Right. And I have never had, I mean, I've never had plans to go vegan. Um, I've been, I have been vegan before. I've been vegetarian as well. I just, I just don't want to do it. It's not that I can't. I probably could. Just don't want to. Um, <laughs> but my partner has been vegan now probably for like 13 or 14 years. Um, so that wasn't, it wasn't like a life decision that had just happened that like some people are like, oh, I was vegan for a year and then I stopped, which fair, that happens. So again, neither one of us are, we're really going to be changing our stance on our diets um, just because we were dating, which is fine. I don't think you should have to do that. But over the time of us dating, I have of course tried to figure out ways to make food that I like vegan and also um, just easy ways to make not necessarily two meals in one night, but maybe split a recipe in half and just add tofu or meat replacement on one and add regular meat and cheese into the other. And so that's kind of the basis of the cookbook. The cookbook is called I Married a Vegan. And basically what I did is, for example, the first recipe in the book is this amazing barbecue mac and cheese. And it's like the homemade baked mac and cheese with the crispy breadcrumb topping and all that good stuff. But every, I'm, this is, honestly, this is disgusting to me. I tried to be nice about it when I was telling people about my cookbook, but it's disgusting <laughs> to me. Is every mac and cheese recipe I looked up that was vegan was like, put in a blender some soaked cashews and butternut squash and blend that together with some <laughs> almond milk and that's your cheese sauce and I was like absolutely the fuck not um I will not do that one I'm not gonna blend vegetables together and call that a cheese sauce that is rude what's that it's cheese sauce fuck you no, not when it smells like cauliflower and ass. It's not. No. <laughs> so I was like, and don't get me wrong. Some things like that are actually good, but it's good as its own thing, not as a mac and cheese, you know? Like if I'm craving blended vegetables over noodles, then I've probably lost my mind, but also it's not the same thing as mac and cheese. So I've found ways to make replacements like there's so many vegan cheeses now and vegan meat replacements it's honestly like blown up over the past couple of years like the vegan food industry 
So I just found ways to make the recipes taste more like the original, but also have like a very comfort food feeling to it. So instead of the vegetables, it's making a roux like you would with a normal baked mac and cheese, mixing vegan butter with flour and putting um, like soy milk in to make the thick sauce and adding vegan cheese to it and then baking it like you would a normal macaroni and cheese. I just don't think that people need to have like like I said, blended vegetables on top of noodles and call it that. But <laughs> yeah, so that's what the whole cookbook is. And um, it has a lot of different recipes. Some of the recipes are strictly vegan, but you obviously have the option of making it with chicken or pork or steak or whatever you want to have with it. But, um, and they're all really easy. They're not again, like soaking cashews overnight before you can use it or using nutritional yeast. Oh, oh nooch. Oh, I fucking hate nooch. I hate oh. it. And people are like, oh, oh if you're going to make vegan food, use nooch. And I'm like, do not come near me with it. Don't. Disgusting. It's oh, like so fish flakes, but it's worse. <laughs> it's way too close to gooch. Right. That's basically <laughs> what it is. It's powdered gooch. <laughs> Oh fuck! That's our. <laughs> that's like that's yeah. GGR I don't want the. Title, Mike. That's the next GG. No, that's the next GGR T-shirt. Powdered Gooch. Like I'm making it a product. I'm fucking doing that. And we're selling powdered Gooch T-shirts. I don't fucking Gooch care. flakes. Perfect. The the Jay Dilla Cookbook Volume Two. Powdered Gooch. <laughs> But yeah, so um, I posted it on the GGR Facebook page. I think, Mike, um, we had discussed putting it on the website. As of right now, the only way to really get it is reach out to me. So um, good luck finding me, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) She's mysterious. But yeah, no, we'll have that up on the the GGR website soon. Um, I wanted to ask you, and then we'll we'll move in. And this is a perfect segue because then we get to talk about food as well. I know. Of all of these recipes that you've made, and as somebody who's not vegan, um, which ones were you like, well, shit, this is really not bad. I don't even need to add meat to it. Like, what have you learned or, like, gained from this recipe-wise? Or you're like, well, fuck, this is pretty good. Um, well, one thing, th- this is – the answer that I'm going to give right this second is not really an answer to your question. But the one thing that I did have learned over the years of cooking vegan food is – Tofu is going to be tofu, no matter what you do to it. I I like the flavor of tofu when you put things on it, but the fact of the matter is you're never going to make tofu taste like a steak. And I think that people need to realize that when I cook with tofu, I'm not using it as a meat replacement. I'm using it as tofu. That's what it is. (laughs) And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned. But my favorite recipe and this is actually in the book as well is um a crispy tofu and bok choy recipe and honestly i learned that you could just coat tofu in cornstarch and season it and it is so crispy and so good and they have a there's a sauce in the recipe and it's honestly that's my favorite recipe in the whole thing it doesn't need meat it, it doesn't need any animal products and it is amazing well, that that was the one that I saw actually that jumped out and I was like, well, well, damn. It's so and it's so easy to make too. It took me probably, all in all, about fifteen twenty minutes to make, including the prep time. That's awesome. And I had never had bok choy, bok choy before, yeah. um, 
I'd never had it, and KJ and I both had it that night, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, awesome. I mean, like, it's it's always cool seeing people pick up new things in COVID, because I've been cooking like crazy and, like, sharing all of my insane things that I come up with, and, like, just still, in general, it's just, it's cool to see something like this come together and like come from nothing into a book and that's that's dope so you should definitely be proud of yourself and stay tuned because it will be up on the ggr website you'll have a chance to read some of uh the recipes and you can pick up a copy as well too the perfect segue yes because now we get to talk about our diner first off we got to figure out are we do we want to go with master cheesers or monsieur monsieur gives it an air of like fancy refinement right like you know what though yeah it's a diner shouldn't be fancy right that just means to me that we need to do an episode with our favorite fancy food and make a five-star restaurant for whoa (laughs) wait a second holy shit maybe we'll just do an all food episode tonight shit (laughs) (laughs) who knows we'll see where the evening takes us what i wanted to do is you mentioned rambo you thought you had something that was just going to blow all of our minds and then Rambo stole it. Uh, I want to hear your... <laughs> so upset. I, I wanna, dude, he got... Like, you should have heard how... I mean, you did. You listened to the episode. How fucking heated he got when I mentioned pie. He was like, this motherfucker. Like, I, I, swore, <laughs> I swore that I was going to have a knock on my door later that night. And he was going to be like, we need to talk about this shit, Lunsford. Because like, I was just about to say that. Like, it was the next thing out of my mouth, and you were like, bullshit. <laughs> Shut that shit down. <laughs> Think I give a fuck about your feelings? Nope. I got time for pie. Jess, tell us about some of your picks for what we need to add to our our, our speculative menu here. Okay. Um, I'm no, ready so I, I saw something on Twitter, and it's just so goddamn stupid. It's it's PETA. It's always PETA. Oh God! Ew. Uh, Speaking using of animals vegan as food. insults perpetuates speciesism. Instead oh of chicken, yeah. Say coward. Instead yeah. of rat, say snitch. Fuck off. Instead of PETA, say go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> okay, so I I think that I got everything that you guys missed. And I did give you guys like a sneak peek of this. Like by sneak peek, I mean, I told you the list, but I changed a couple of things because I thought oh, about it. I know. I you know. Thought you I... knew it was going to happen, didn't you? Right. So I had baked potato on the list and I was like, I know MC, you said potatoes in general. And I was furious about that also because I was like <laughs> the hash browns and you were like all potatoes. And I was like, well, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> but um, I changed that one out. But the first one I put on here is the fried apples at a diner. Oh, shit. Right. So for people who may not have had fried apples before, one, you're missing out on life because it's basically just like apple pie filling in a little side dish. That's really what it is to me is just hot apple pie filling. That's exactly what it is. More cinnamon, maybe. Yeah. And, and part, yeah, it's, it's, it's more heavily spiced and that's really it. Yeah. And Which, that's it. I mean, why Need I say more? Why aren't, why aren't they just, why isn't that an apple pie? Right. Saying. Right. And fried apples in themselves, like, aren't a dessert. Because you would be like, oh, okay, so it's like a sweet dessert. No, it's literally just a side that people eat with their country fried steak. <laughs> Goddamn right. 
Oh, and then the next one that I thought. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I am still mad about it. Yes, I will be mad about it until do you, do you I see get why, one to eat. Do you see why she fits so well with us? Like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so the next one I feel like is kind of a curveball because it's not something that I think many people think of when they think of diner food, but diner nachos hit so different and. They're not, you don't go to a diner when you're like, I want authentic nachos that have like really good salsa. No. When you go to a diner and you get nachos, you're going to get so much shredded cheese and sour cream and you're going to get like dollar store salsa that has <laughs> probably been sitting like on the shelf for a year. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's so good. It's comforting in a different way. And I love that. They're trash nachos. It's great. Um, the next one is a side. I did see that there weren't many sides on the list that you guys... I think that um, MC really... Only, had the only side, which was potatoes, but um, onion rings, and onion rings Fuck. with ranch or ketchup, or both. Dude. Okay, so haven't been since COVID because I don't go inside restaurants right now, but there's something about Red Robin's notch, not nachos, but their onion rings because they do them in that like stack, like the onion mm. ring, like like tower. Like that and ranch dressing is like, oh my God. Yeah. Like my, I'm, I literally started salivating when you said that. At the beginning of COVID, I would have lunch with my old boss because the restaurant that I worked at obviously closed due to COVID. But um, the place that I worked, we they're like a second family to me. So we would have lunch together. We were safe about everything. We didn't see anybody else really. Um, but they took me down to like the, this sounds scary. I was going to say the basement, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's where the freezers are. Okay. That's worse. Um, (laughs) and lots of open drains, right? Well, they basically (laughs) handed me the lotion and said, start putting this lotion on your skin. God. Well, uh, thanks for that. Uh, (laughs) they basically were like, have at it. We have so much food. We don't know when we're going to reopen. So take what you want. And oh, shit. <laughs> I got the biggest bag of onion rings. And I had been like frying onion rings in my house so much that KJ was like, please stop. It smells so bad in our house. It <laughs> smells just like fryer oil. And I was having like gastrointestinal issues from how much (laughs) fried food I was eating, but it was so good. It really, really kicked off my uh, quarantine. (laughs) I just pictured that conversation with you and your spouse happening while you were eating onion rings. I was. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) it was right after I made them because he said, didn't you say that your stomach hurt every time that you made those? And I said, yes. And then he said, can I throw out this oil? And I said, no, that's not, you can't throw out oil. (laughs) And he's like, our house smells. And I was like, that is a fair point. It does smell in here. (laughs) Sometimes you have to sacrifice and suffer for your art. 
And that's what you were doing with these onion rings. How right. dare they not respect that? Yeah. Not but <laughs> you know what you don't have to sacrifice for and you can have the best of both worlds in one item? A root beer float. Wow. <sighs> Fucking segue on this woman. <laughs> it's funny you bring that up mike, mike. Uh... <laughs> because root beer floats fucking slap so it is funny they how you do. brought that up <laughs> they do like so wow. good oh and i feel like that's you uh again mc said milkshake and i was thinking milkshake right before you said it and i was like what am i even gonna say here i'm gonna be like yeah guys i like the bagged potato chips they put on the plate <laughs> and the pickle spear <laughs> <laughs> but root beer float it, it is different than a milkshake <laughs> oh yeah for sure so root beer float onion rings shitty nachos uh, what was your fourth? Fried apples. Fried apples. And then... Drum roll, please. One more. Uh, you know, do I, though? <laughs> Can I have honorable mention after? Absolutely. <laughs> there, there are no rules at the dining. Okay. Well, then in that case, I am going to go with macaroni and cheese. Did we not bring up mac and cheese last time? No. Huh. Yeah, right? Like we're huh. we're all just like baffled by this right now. Like I have the written down list of what everybody said last week. <laughs> I've got the fucking receipt. Nobody said macaroni and cheese. And again, it's similar to the nachos. Like you're not going like it could be craft mac and cheese for all I care. Again, it's the ambiance of the diner that really just pulls it all together with the mac and cheese. <laughs> I, I have no fault in any of the things that yeah. you mentioned. Thank like, you. Like, fuck. This is this was the breath of fresh air we needed for our menu, obviously. <laughs> so I will really quickly just go through my um my honorable mentions. Yeah. One of them, the first one, it kind of was like a catch all of like things that were said but like all together but like the big breakfast platters that they serve at diners like not just one individual thing but like when you go to a waffle house and you get the all-star meal <laughs> love yeah. that <laughs> just like, all of it it's waffles hash browns eggs sausage and bacon yeah and and, and probably grits too you know toast and grits because yes. you know what the hell why not See, and I was going to say grits, but I think, Rambo, you had, like, mentioned grits, but it wasn't actually something that you chose. So I was like, oh. No. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, I, We were talking about um, Ted's Bolton. Yeah. And Ted's Bolton does amazing cheese grits. See, you know what? This is a debate now because... Are you a sweet sweet grits girl? I am. Uh, Mike, she gotta grits. go. I was gonna say, are you a monster? Go. I know. I had <laughs> a go. full Facebook post argument about this. I think I've posted it maybe three times just because I like I like the drama of grit um, <laughs> <laughs> preferences. <laughs> um, but yeah, loaded up with butter and sugar. My God. Granulated well, sugar. If there's a crunch, well, it's even better. No, oh, just it's been fun, but <laughs> oh. well, we'll catch you next time. Oh. See you. <laughs>
I was almost with you, and then you got to that, you're like, I like to feel the crystals on my feet. <laughs> oh, I eat enough sugar that it crystallizes in my bloodstream. We, we, we disagreed before, but now I'm like, just disgusted. <laughs> Like the music, but, the music from Exorcist you guys know that feeling like, when you put <laughs> aluminum foil in your mouth and you bite down? Um, oh, God, Bravo, Bravo. <laughs> I want to say right now that you, I am going to get kicked off of the podcast because I have a very vivid memory of kindergarten. I was laying down and I couldn't sleep and I saw a piece of foil on the fuck floor the fuck. and I bit into it and it was the worst thing. I still like, <laughs> I get full body shivers when I think there's, about it. So the fact that you said it is so funny. There's this, there's this burrito slash wrap place outside of Fort Bragg in North Carolina that all of the military dudes are like, you gotta go here, it's the best burritos ever, it's the best burritos ever. And I went and I got it and it's wrapped in foil and I unwrapped it and I took a bite, but apparently a piece of foil had stuck to it and it ruined the whole fucking burrito. I was so hungry and I could not eat anymore because I was so traumatized. And everybody's like, you're not hungry, Mike? And I'm like, no, I'm not, just stop. Oh God, it's awful. Oh my God. No, I'm just sad. But um, rapid fire really quick, the last three ones. Uh, baked potato with extra butter and sour cream because fluffy baked potatoes. Are you kidding me? You can't can't make nice. that at home. Cinnamon rolls. And then this one's a little bit fancy, but I know that they do serve it at diners, is Eggs Benedict. Yes, that is definitely a diner staple. That is. Yes. Yeah, and that's a good that's a good one, too. Like, it's if done right, those are... Those are oh, yes. Yeah. You know who has really good eggs, Benedict? I don't know if they still have it, but it's because I used to work there. But um, you would, I would have never eaten eggs, Benedict from here is Ruby Tuesday. No shit. Yeah. Mike, I think that you and Sandy came in and told me one time when I was working. So I found out, unfortunately, I was at work and Sandy and Jax and her mom came in and saw you. And I remember Sandy coming home and glowing and saying, Jessica so grown up now <laughs> she's, she's an adult now she you should have seen she was so cute and i was like oh so yeah I, I didn't get to but yes that yeah that was a we were so proud of our little dilla she's all all grown up waiting tables and shit like an adult now i'm, I'm actually, in it so i'm <laughs> decrepitly old now i'm currently scrolling <laughs> through i'm currently scrolling through my instagram because when we were in florida on vacation we went to this place called Homecoming. Art Smith is a celebrity chef. Uh, he was the personal chef for Oprah. He was, he's just a fucking amazing chef. And we got cheese grits at Homecoming that were the dopest shit I've ever had in my life. And I'm trying to find the picture right now. They were so fucking good. And like, just so that you guys can see it as well. But like, that place was amazing. And like, that's the kind of place where you ever eat so much that you're in pain, but it was worth it. Like Every that's day. how full you are. Yep. <laughs> I, the, the, the quote is I'm full. I'm not done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there power, another way to eat? I don't know. <laughs> power through being full basically. Yeah. I'm not finished until I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still have self-respect. Hang on. Let me keep going. <laughs> Like, like these these cheese grits had a cheese bowl a, a cheese pole that like just kept going like you just kept 
it was it was unreal. Like I'm I'm sending you guys a picture right now so that you guys can can share in this glorious experience that we had. Um, I mean, I'm glad that we really filled in some gaps here, but I'm also glad that we found out that you're a fucking psychopath with your sugar sweet. Absolutely. Anytime. I've never really had any preference on grits, like one way or the other. Grits have always just been kind of like a thing that were just, they were there. Like I've never like, I've never actively sought out having grits with the exception of like um, shrimp and grits. Like if I went to a restaurant. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. Like there's a diner down here called Metro Diner. What the fuck? And Metro Diner has shrimp and grits. Sorry, I'm I'm looking at the photo you just put in the chat. I know that's what I was <laughs> responding to. Right? Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm you see what I'm saying though? Those were the cheese grits that we got at Homecoming. Like they were fucking insane. They were so good. And like that was the first time Jax had ever been um, bested by um, being full in the sense of <laughs> what happened was is we went we went to Homecoming right, and he got an he got a sweet tea. And he was like, hmm, this is very good, and sucked it down like most children do, just as fast as he possibly could, and was not prepared for excellent service because our waiter was <sighs> refilling the sweet teas as fast as he was finishing them. So, like, he just thought it was, like, an endless thing, and he just kept drinking them and kept drinking them. And then, like, as he gets his food finally after he's on, like, his fourth sweet tea, he goes to eat his sandwich, and he gets, like, three bites in, and he's like, Dad, I'm full. I don't know what to do. I'm so uh, – this food's so good, but I can't eat it. And he was so upset, like – I was like, you, you had like four teas, dude. That's why you're full. <laughs> Sounds like so, getting real low, Dad. <laughs> so I, well, one one confession is that I've never had savory grits. I've never even tried oh. it. So, so I'm not saying that savory grits are bad. I'm just saying that I like sweet grits. But my question to you guys, do you like sweet cornbread or do you like like savory cornbread? Oh, don't be wrong. I am fat. I will eat whatever tastes it's good. Like, yeah, my answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. If, if, put it this way. If someone was like, I made you a bowl of grits that I put butter and sugar on, I'd go, thank you. Even if you could crunch on the crystals? Uh, no. That, I just put that shit together. <laughs> Unless it was fucking, like, cold in my hand, I would just mix that together and that would all melt and be delicious, I'm sure. My grits look like soup by the time that I'm done. But to be fair, so do my potatoes. So really, uh, by potatoes, I mean not like I'm horrible at making mashed potatoes. But like if I get a baked potato, I think that I really just like butter is really what this comes down to. The potato (laughs) is just a vehicle for butter. Same with the grits. (laughs) Which is you were one of those kids that would like stick your finger in the butter. Absolutely. Oh, oh, God. I would (laughs) stick my finger in the in the. uh, country crock margarine, <laughs> eat it, suck it off my finger, then dip my finger in some cinnamon sugar and eat that too. See now, if you combine those two things at once, I'm down for that. But it's the individual eating of the butter by itself. I had to sneak it when my grandma wasn't looking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then I ate baconators and Auntie Anne's. Honestly. Watch this hollow in the butter. <laughs> <laughs> Which Why is it shaped like this little? <laughs> Why does this hollow in the butter look like a little child's finger? <laughs> My grandfather's like, please don't look at me. Yeah, go away, <laughs> go away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like uh, um, a boyfriend of my oldest sister's when I was a kid, he would um, put butter and sugar on rice, 
And I was like, huh. And I tried it. It was fucking delicious. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I understand that the, the sweet and savory thing is like a big debate. Um, but at the end of the day, if it tastes good, I'm going to fucking eat it. So, right. Uh, yeah. Andy does that with like leftover Chinese food rice. Like she'll just put some sugar in it and mix it together and eat it like that. And like, I was like, I was like, what is wrong with you? And I tried it and I was like, nothing is wrong with you. This is delicious. <laughs> I mean, shit, add some cream and cinnamon and you've got rice pudding. I was about to say, I there's like a Thai um, rice. Sticky it's, rice. Yeah, basically. They just put like coconut milk and coconut shavings with mandarin uh, oranges. So uh, good. Mango, mangoes and sticky rice is what is what I've gotten at Thai restaurants before as a dessert. And it's so fucking good. Like, god damn it. Now I'm hungry. I'm um, hungry. Yeah, I'm adding. You know what? I'm adding more stuff to our menu. Now that you've 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 kicked this door wide open. Miss Dilla, um, we need rice pudding on our menu as well. Rice pudding should absolutely, absolutely be on the menu. Yeah. yeah. MC Rambo, do we have anything after hearing these wonderful contributions she's made that we need to have as well? Hmm. Can I say that I'm really glad that waffles made it on, but not pancakes? <laughs> Fuck pancakes. What is going on? What is this? <laughs> I don't understand this slander. Right? What in the fuck what is happening uh, here? Hey, Rambo, Gross. to quote you, man, I'm a fat dude. So if somebody's like, you want some pancakes? I, uh, I'm i not kicking them out of bed. You know? Well, like, right. <laughs> I made pancakes the other morning. Like, I, <laughs> I'm i a hypocrite, the, but waffles are better. The now, Buy Black have... Coalition would like to sanction the two of you assholes <laughs> for your pancake slander. I've been censured. I've been censured for my pancake slander. <laughs> Sorry, so you were gonna say. I was gonna say, do you all have a favorite like type of pancake as far as like flavor or toppings? That's a good question. I like pancakes that have the artificial blueberries in them, not real. Artificial. I mean, real blueberry pancakes are good, but I'm talking like the the Jiffy Pack type of like artificial blueberry flavoring. It That's comes in shit. the can. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I say this with love because I did. Did you grow up poor? Yes, yes, I <laughs> yes, did. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you have a taste for things that cost very little. <laughs> Country crock butter and Country jiffy crock pancakes. Butter, like, I like all my vegetables canned. <laughs> I was just telling my my partner the other night because my partner grew up on the exact opposite side of the spectrum and I was like one night for dinner one time my mom said she made like a ham and potato casserole and I was it was delicious but when I asked her what was in it she was like it's mashed up tater tots cheese and diced ham Oh my god. That sounds like, wonderful. It was delicious, but at the same time, again, as Rambo stated, it is a very poor food. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. more of a we're really trying to make it to payday girl, so Tuna we're gonna noodle put what's casserole. in the freezer in here. Oh, but it was delicious. <laughs> my favorite pancakes, um so I, I've mentioned her before. I, I think that like she needs like a honorary like award for GGR because I wouldn't be the person I am without her. And that's my grandma Roz. Um, she was a horrible cook. Um, she burned everything, but goddamn, I love that woman. And she could not make pancakes without burning them, but it didn't matter if they were burned on the outside. Cause she always put peanut butter and chocolate chips in the pancakes too. So I did not fucking care. 
because there are peanut butter chips and chocolate chips in those pancakes. Those are my favorite pancakes of all time, and they don't taste right unless they're burned for some reason. Like, I've tried to make them myself, and I'm like, I'm not burning them, and I'm like, these don't taste right. There's something wrong here. <laughs> no, it's a really specific sense memory you have. It is. Um, I will say I was expecting raw in the middle. Um... <laughs> oh, no. She's, no she's, she, she was a bad cook. She was not a monster. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was definitely I was just like, sweetie, just turn the heat down. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, man, like, I, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm a, I'm a big standard just butter and syrup kind of guy. Um, though, as, uh, 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 as with Jess, uh, growing up on the lower end of the spectrum, I'm not big on real maple syrup. I, oh, yeah. Oh, fucking oh, Rambo, no. thick, artificial, butter-flavor oh. syrup. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, like... Bring it out. Bring out the bad side, Rambo. <laughs> oh, man. I am... Come to the dark side of trash food. And, like, honestly, <laughs> my go-to place for pancakes is usually, like, IHOP. And there, I'm going super fat kid and getting cheesecake pancakes with the fucking strawberry compote on top. So, but, yeah. I feel yeah. like this brings up the question, then, is... What's every I, again? I know that everyone. I'm good with either place, but you have to choose one: IHOP or Waffle House. Waffle House all day. If I've I'm never. South, if I'm in the South, Waffle House. If I'm anywhere else, IHOP. I've That's never fair. had a bad experience, server or food-wise, at a Waffle House. I've seen some shady-ass shit at Waffle House. I've seen some borderline illegal shit at Waffle House, but I've, I've never had bad service. Part of the brand. Part of the brand. Well, I go to the Waffle House in downtown Richmond, so I'm oh, going to have to stick to Waffle House because it gets crazy. <laughs> so um, we were missing something here, guys, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, we never got an MC Brooks response on favorite pancakes. Oh right. Oh well, I mean, my answer is just yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I will eat pancakes in whatever in whatever way I can have them, yeah. with toppings, without toppings. Uh, I don't even like chocolate chips, but chocolate chips, blueberries, real or fake, whatever. I I, I like pancakes. So. I gotta say my go-to though, and I I completely forgot it is like we are a banana-eating house here we fucking love bananas and i make some killer banana pancakes i found that you can translate them into waffles and again honestly the only reason i stopped making pancakes and i started making waffles is because cooking on a waffle iron is so much easier than cooking on like a griddle and like it's easier to clean it's just just across the board and you can make four at a time and i don't i don't have like a giant griddle so um but yeah like now i want banana pancakes so um i'll probably acquiesce to that this weekend and make them for jacks so here you go kid we're having banana pancakes Enjoy. Thanks, Dad. Plate flip. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to see if I can get somebody to draw that because that would be dope. Just a picture. <laughs> Jack's like irritated. <laughs> like, thanks. Flip. <laughs> Just three panels. Like, look down, look up, flip. <laughs> thanks for breakfast. <laughs> so we were talking pancakes. We were talking Waffle House or IHOP. I said Waffle House. MC said Waffle House. Jess said Waffle House. Are you also in on this, or are you going IHOP? I've only been to a Waffle House once, and it was delicious, but I I can't weigh that against the numerous times I've been to IHOP. I would like to go back to Waffle House, but 
yeah, I, I, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, you know, leave with a girl who brung me. So, uh, yeah, fucking IHOP. Can I give a third option in here to see if this changes anybody's opinion? You're Waffle say House, IHOP, or Denny's. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say Denny's, uh, yeah. and I'm gonna say Denny's because my mom has fought somebody in a Denny's before. So. <laughs> that is That's fucking outstanding. <laughs> and I think I know exactly what Denny's was, and that makes it even better. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you all last week, like when when outside was open and I used to go to my raves. Like, Denny's was my post-rave food, so I'm going to pick Denny's by default. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, okay. <sighs> a Moon's Over My Hammy is quite possibly the most delicious sandwich I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> and I would stab somebody with a butter knife for a Moon's Over My Hammy. But I know, Rambo, you still have to choose, but I feel like by going into, like, Denny's territory, then you're also, like, Mike, I, I know that you have to know about Shoney's. And um, then it's also going into, like, Friendly's territory. So, like, I feel like this could just be an endless chain of preference at this point. Just, I love food so much. <laughs> yeah. Yes, same. absolutely. Um, this is why we I... podcast soulmates, all four of us. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Denny's more often than Waffle House, but still, it pales in comparison. I will say IHOP does have so many options. I mean, like, an overwhelming amount of options. But what really cut them from any sort of ranking for me is when they changed their name to IHOP. And um, Fair. <laughs> that made me want to die a little bit. So That was some dumb shit. That was some, <laughs> some very, very silly, nonsensical foolishness yeah. it, we did get some good jokes out of it though because yeah. um mc and i when the super bowl happened last year uh the, the team that won the kansas city chiefs their coach andy reed is a fat guy and um we made a joke that they were going to make an andy reed burger at ihop which was going to be like just a hamburger between two pancakes and like yeah like the, the jokes just wrote themselves folks it was fantastic <laughs> like because I think, isn't that what he said? Wasn't that his quote that he's going to go to IHOP after one of the Super Bowl? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. They yeah, were like, like, well. like, half, like half of the postgame questions were about the game itself. The other half about what about what are going to be his celebratory meals. Yeah. <laughs> and he does the, the, the common, um, and it's a, I know MC is a big fan of this show, uh, the Dan Levitard show. Like they created a meme and it says Andy Reid looks like the kind of guy that would waggle his fingers like Homer Simpson when he sees donuts and say, Ooh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh man. Um, Ooh. I do, <laughs> well, isn't this sinful? Um, I don't even remember what our original second topic was going to be tonight, guys. Do you want to do that or do you want to do the fancy food? I'm good with fancy food. Only because I don't remember what the other topic was, so. I do. Fuck you guys. Yeah, it was. It was Jose. It was Rambo's question. <laughs> Oops. I, well, I mean, also, I don't really have that many fancy foods kind of locked and loaded, uh, but I, I can, I can figure it out. Wait, yeah. what was? It? Oh, it well, was the, other, the... the other topic was what's a thing that you like that people would not expect that you like. I think I mean, we can like do both too. since we don't have a lot of fancy foods. So let's let's yeah. fucking fuck it. We're doing both. Running, running long here. Let's do it. Um, so we're going to wrap up the first episode. Uh, you got to hear Jay Dilla's uh, picks for the diner. Uh, you also got to hear us awkwardly talk about something that we have no fucking clue, and that's the stock market. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, guys, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate you, as always. Um, we are so super close to hitting this incredible goal. Um, 
I've been kind of vague about it as to what this goal actually was. We're trying to pay off um, not just the cost of the website, but we're actually trying to upgrade the website so that we can advertise, so that we can have a jdilla at, uh, at greatgeekrefuge.com email, those sorts of things. Like we're trying to make big changes to the website to improve everything for your interaction, for our purposes, so that we can actually sell things directly from the website, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Jay Dilla's cookbook, those sorts of things. So you guys are helping us get there by subscribing on the Patreon, by buying t-shirts. And again, let me give you the link because there's a place where you can go directly to buy these t-shirts that we are making and producing and selling and all those sorts of uh, fun things. It's on Teespring. We've got our own Teespring store. So to pick yourself up a GGR t-shirt or hoodie, or if you're interested in any of the National Football League designs that I did, it is ggr-t-shirt-shop dot myteespring.co ggr hyphen t hyphen shirt hyphen shop dot myteespring.co it's on our group page which hey join the group page we're more than happy to admit you but again as a reminder answer the goddamn questions they're right there it's really not that fucking hard check it out that's helping us out we're we're, we're talking like i think like two or three t-shirts away does that sound about right we sell two or three more, and then like the cost of the website for this year is completely covered. I think that's what you were saying earlier. Yeah, like, it's it's fucking amazing, and thank you all for getting us this close. But like, buy a couple more t-shirts, you know, help us out here. <laughs> Either way, even if you don't, we appreciate it all the same. Um, for this episode of At the Diner, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. I want to thank MC Brooks. I want to thank James Rambo. I want to thank Miss J Dilla. We will be returning with our second episode, so make sure you catch that one as well. We're on all streaming services, as always. Um, we are now on iHeartRadio. We're also on Amazon Podcast. You can check us out there. So for all of us here at The Great Geek Refuge, remember there are no heights that we can't reach together, but also, too, don't be a juice bag. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. Oh, put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And send it to the internet! This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!